The News at Noon is brought to you by Owensboro Health, Madisonville Multicare. Your tri-state weather today, rain becoming likely this afternoon, high of 57. Fog and rain likely tonight, low of 41. And for your Friday, patchy fog and drizzle early in the day, then turning mostly cloudy with a high of 48. Right now, 47 degrees. At 104 FM, WIKY. An Evansville consignment shop has been ordered to pay $51,000 in back unpaid employee overtime. The order comes from an investigation by the U.S. Department of Labor. Investigation showed that the owner of Worldwide Missions paid staff straight time for all hours worked, including over 40 hours in a week. The owner reportedly paid employees by check for the first 40 hours and then in cash for any over hours that didn't keep accurate payroll records. The store has 27 employees. A Gibson County man is accused of raping a dementia resident at a long-term care facility. 68-year-old Jeffrey Harvey was arrested on Monday. He was a floor technician at River Oaks Health Campus in Princeton. He admitted to doing wrong but claims the 87-year-old victim gave consent. River Oaks says on January 22nd, staff identified, intervened, and reported the incident to authorities. Harvey has been released from jail. Three people were hurt last night after an explosion at a Tulsa, Oklahoma hotel. ABC's Jim Ryan has the story. Around 50 guests and employees were at the hotel on the east side of Tulsa when Broadcastify captured the dispatch. A chlorine spill mixed with unknown chemical at Embassy Suites. With guests reporting burning eyes and breathing trouble. What we believe happened was an overpressurization of some kind of chemical container in the pool room. Tulsa Fire Captain Tim Hollowell says three people were hospitalized, including one who drove himself to an emergency room. Jim Ryan, ABC News. AT&T's $4.4 million fiber internet project in Boonville is now complete. More than 4,000 customers in the city now have access to fiber-powered internet. Mayor Charlie Wyatt says the improvement doesn't just benefit community members, but it's good for business, especially with a new hotel coming to the city. The project benefits students who can use it to study and do homework reliably online. Another crackdown on diversity programs in schools this week. ABC's Derek Dennis has our story. Students at Florida State University speaking out after the state's Board of Governors, which oversees the public university system, approved banning the use of public funds for diversity, equity, and inclusion programs, or DEI. The board defining DEI as any program, campus activity, or policy that classifies individuals on the basis of race, color, sex, national origin, gender identity, or sexual orientation. Florida is at least the fifth state to take such action, while nearly two dozen other states consider the issue. A Mount Vernon man apprehended as part of Operation Last Dance was sentenced Wednesday afternoon. 36-year-old Joshua Moore will spend 12 years in prison after pleading guilty to multiple drug charges. Moore admitted to helping his girlfriend Katie Jones set up and deliver meth to a confidential informant in Posey County in August of 2022. He also admitted that children lived in the home with him and Jones while the drug deal was occurring. More and 21 other drug offenders were apprehended as part of the undercover drug investigation. The Vandenberg County Sheriff's Office launches a new way to connect with county residents. 
Sheriff Noel Robinson joined with T-Mobile to establish a neighborhood-based policing initiative. Deputies will be assigned to county neighborhoods and subdivisions, giving residents a point of contact with law enforcement. Postcards introducing residents to their newly assigned deputies are already in the mail. More than 100 rural fire departments will get a chunk of $450,000 in grants from the Indiana Department of Natural Resources. Several tri-state departments will share the wealth. Perry Township received $4,000. Chandler Volunteer Firefighters got $5,000. The money will be used to aid in the purchase of firefighting gear for battling wildland fires. Two key states cracking down on social media for kids. In Florida, a bill passed yesterday by state lawmakers in the House would ban anyone under the age of 16 for signing up for most social media platforms, regardless of whether they have their parents' approval. Up north, New York City is also moving to make access to minors more difficult. ABC's Lionel Moyes has more. In New York City, we are the first major city in America to take this step. The mayor has now designated social media as an environmental toxin and public health hazard. The city's health department issuing an advisory that cites declining mental health among young people. But social media companies like Meta, which owns Instagram and Facebook, have long touted their improved security features and parental controls to protect children. And supporters say social media has real benefits, allowing teens to connect and find people with like interests. The Evansville Rescue Mission has made a change in its white flag policy. The flag will now go out when the temperature lowers to 40 degrees. This has changed from the previous temperature of 35 degrees. Executive Director Kyle Gorman says 40 degrees is still really cold for someone to be out there for an extended period of time. When a white flag event is happening, anyone who needs to get out of the cold is welcome to come inside and warm up. To educate gun owners on the benefits of safely storing their firearms at home, the Biden administration is reaching out to school principals. ABC's Dave Packer. The Department of Education releasing a letter to school leaders encouraging them to communicate with parents, caregivers, and communities about how safe gun storage can protect students in school and in their communities. The DOE says some 4 million children live in a home with at least one firearm that's unlocked and loaded. At the same time, the Justice Department unveiling what they call the most comprehensive guide on safe storage ever released by the federal government. Dave Packer, ABC News. You're listening to the News at Noon on 104 FM WIKY. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. The Dow Jones has turned around two days of losses, at least in the early going today. The Dow is up 108 points going into the midday, while the S&P and Nasdaq extended their multi-day gains. The country has taken a step back from a recession that some economists thought was inevitable. The fourth quarter of 2023 saw a 3.3% increase in gross domestic product, according to the advance estimate. For the entire year, GDP was up more than 3% over 2022. An emergency program set up to help savings institutions wobbly after last year's collapse of Silicon Valley Bank will wind down in March. The Federal Reserve's bank term funding program had offered loans to banks at low interest rates to keep them afloat. Ford is recalling about 2 million older Explorer SUVs. The issue? A clip that's supposed to hold body trim in place could fail, sending the trim flying on the highway. The recall affects Explorers from 2011 through the 2019 model years. Jim Ryan, ABC News.